are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Tuscanini. And we are very excited to be back in the United States. My last shows were monumental shows because they were done A from Australia, but also we rolled into the 300th show. So now 301. I keep saying we're going to do something very special. We will. But I think each show show is special. And I think my listeners are special for hanging out with me for the last 10 years uh, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. A big thank you always to Nachum and Miriam. Zalman Kapel gets the biggest thank you of all time for sitting and listening to me each week as we record. <laughs> he's, I always say he's the only guy that's forced to listen to me, not my husband, not anyone, but ZK is forced to sit here. But he's happy when we have food and drink and today's going to be all about food and drink. We have a great lineup today. It's the summer. We're going to talk summer cocktails with Sauvage uh, drink Sauvage with our Upstake Vodka. We're going to have Brent Delman, a frequent guest on the show. He hasn't been on the show in a little while. Uh, he's going to be talking. He's the cheese guy. And then we're going to be talking to Elizabeth Mandelbaum, who wrote this most magnificent book called Plated. Uh, it's the latest art scroll cookbook to hit these uh, bookstores and Amazon. So we're going to have a really special show. Let's do that intro. Hi, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants. I'm a kosher personal chef. I cater for people for Pesach. I wrote two cookbooks, Perfect for Pesach and Perfect Flavors. Uh, I run shop competitions and I travel the world. I hope that you'll join me each week and hear about my exciting adventures and my amazing guests. And today is going to be, as we said, just a great show. So I want you to make this conversation. Email me. DM me, you know how it works, Facebook, Instagram, Naomi at NachumSiegel.com and I cannot believe my email is jammed again. I think every three months there's a problem with my password. I don't know why. I got a new phone, it killed my new password. So I'll be putting that in again. So if you've tried to reach me, I haven't reached out. I'm sorry, I will get to it. Um, so please talk to me. I love I love hearing from everyone. ZK, how's everything by you? Good? B- busy, busy. Last week, ZK and I uh, did the eight-time live auction together. It was four hours, five hours on air. I was exhausted when that was over. <laughs> but uh, Eight-time is a very special organization near and dear to my heart, and I get to uh, speak uh, on camera to everyone and pull all the tickets for the live auction, so it was really a lot of fun. Um, so as I said, the last couple of shows I was uh, I did in Australia, which was a really great experience. I've had a blast traveling the world. I'm going to be traveling a lot this summer, and I'm going to be doing some shows from Israel. I'm going to try to get a show in from Morocco. I'm going to be working on kosher river cruises again for David Lawrence. So we're going to do a trip to Belgium and Holland. Um, next week, we're going to be interviewing David. So stay tuned for that. We'll hear, you'll hear more from him. Um, if you want to join, you can always reach out to me or go to kosherrivercruises.com. Um, I'm going to do show, shows from there. So we're just, I'm trying to broaden our horizons right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. And I'll take you away with me around the world on Friday mornings. Okay, let's get, let's get drinking. Right? It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, now's the time. Now's the time, right? <laughs> Good morning, Elio. How are you? Good morning, Naomi. Thanks for having me today. My pleasure. I think this has been a long time in the making. I've wanted you on the show <laughs> when we had the show in Manhattan before Corona, right? Yes, yes. When um, did you... You have, you have, your business is called Drink Sauvage. 
It's a Sauvage Distillery. The Sauvage yeah. Distillery. And how did you get into this whole business? Uh, so initially, you know, uh, like I'm obsessed with apples. I love apples. Really? You know, I love uh, apple pie, uh, like uh, apple cider, like everything. Um, you know, so funny. I love tomatoes. <laughs> yes, apple is the most uh, f is the most famous fruit in the world, right? Um, it's also a representation of being like a healthy uh, fruit. An apple like, a day keeps the doctor away. Exactly. So every time I wake up, I, I eat apple. Really? Uh, instead of what's breakfast. your favorite apple? Um, Macintosh, probably. A Macintosh. I like Granny Smith. Granny Smith I like is a great too. Yeah. Yes, yes. Sour. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, we initially started uh, with an apple cider called Kamsi um, Kamsa, which was a combination of cider and um, uh, champagne. So it was like apple sparkling wine. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. We produced very limited batch, and. Um, you know, eventually we uh, so we opened um, a cidery in upstate New York. What's it called? A cidery? Yes, cider works. <laughs> oh, cool! Uh, this basically was everything under one roof: um, a cidery, winery, and um, a distillery. Oh, okay. Uh, so we started in Anyanta. In um, we opened it in 2017, uh, the facility, and we start producing cider. And we allocated a small, small room for um, for producing spirits basically uh, it was a s small 150 gallon uh, still uh, in a 300 square feet room um, so from whatever we had some uh, uh, some uh, cider left we just like, start testing um, uh, and making vodka from it vodka yes ah. uh, because um, uh, usually vodka is made from grains as you know you know it could be or made potatoes I thought it was made be, from potatoes it could be potatoes it could be corn it could be wheat it could be sugar cane. Um, really? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Most popular is corn uh -huh. right now. Oh, really? Really? Yes. So we're thinking, why not do it from apples? Yeah, from we this, love apples, uh, yeah. You know, um, juicy fruit uh, and make it unflavored vodka. So uh, not to confuse it, it's not apple flavored. It's just made from apples. Right. But it's an unflavored vodka. I, I would love to see this process. Okay, you're going to walk us through this. Yes. Uh, in 2020, we acquired a new facility. We expanded a lot because, uh, you know, um, Upstate Vodka was um, getting very popular. Let's just take a moment to appreciate what he just said. In 2020, he expanded a lot. How amazing that a business could grow in 2020. Uh, Yes, uh, so basically... Oh, wait, uh, it was alcohol in 2020. <laughs> One was busy home drinking. <laughs> yeah, and it was growing, yeah, from 2017 and up, you know, and uh, thank you for all your help at that time. Because our, our pleasure. He yeah. made this apple cider with champagne yeast. Yes. And yes. it was amazing. We served it at my daughter's bat mitzvah. Yes, It yes. was amazing. Yes. I, I'm uh, sad you're not doing it. Maybe it'll make yeah. a little batch for us. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, our first first uh, liquor store, store we ever sold to was in Five Towns. It was Chateau de Vin. Ah. Um, uh, and um, uh, that's how basically I met uh, Naomi. And, uh, you know, at that time, uh, Naomi was helping us a lot. Yeah, and uh, I really appreciate it. Oh, my know, pleasure. All the support from day one. Uh, my pleasure. I love when I love seeing you companies grow from just yes, an yes, idea uh, into like being on the shelves in the store. Yes, it's like real uh, nice. I appreciate it so much. And then we expanded um, in the kosher market, so we were available in uh, Brooklyn, in uh, Flushing, in Muncie, uh, in Riverdale, and um, uh, and uh, from there we basically 
um, were growing. In 2020, we acquired new facility because we had to expand the production. And uh, we, uh, COVID uh, was happening at that time. So we first we started producing hand sanitizers. Um, and uh, we were not selling them. We were giving them away for free um, to local so municipalities. So nice. Yeah, we, we did not want to make uh, money of it. So we were uh, giving it away to fire departments, police departments. Um, How did you make that? From, even from prisons. This? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, it's basically it's, hand sanitizer was uh, a mix of um, high-proof spirits and, um, uh, and uh, alloy oil. It's genius. So you've got a vodka distillery. It's Corona. There's not enough uh, sanitizer out there. So you make some. Yes. Yeah, so this guy's a genius. <laughs> a genius. Uh, many distillers at the time were doing that because government mm. allowed uh, distilleries to actually help because uh, there was such, uh, worldwide the hand sanitizer was shortage. scarce. Yeah, it was a big shortage. <gasps> wow. So they temporarily so allowed us to Elio. produce hand sanitizers. Um, and then, uh, you know, we finally um, uh, bypassed this COVID uh, moment and we could start, you know, um, uh, producing more vodka. We redesigned the label. Um, it's and, beautiful. And uh, we wanted to highlight the craft, um, uh, the craft look. Uh, basically looks like a whiskey label. Each bottle is um, numbered. And there is a batch number. And oh, a I know year what about it. that. Okay. Yes. For example, this particular bottle is um, 2021. Uh, at that time, we used uh, Juno Gold and Spy Gold uh, apples. For Juno, Juno Gold and? Spy Gold. Spy Gold. Yes. Um, I never heard of that one. So in different years, we uh, use different apples. Okay. Uh, depends on the crops. Because we work with local farms in upstate. And, uh, so everything sourced locally, made locally, local. distributed locally, or, yes, or you uh, now you're around the country. So it's a farm distillery. So we only buy locally, and uh, right now we distributed in uh, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Florida, and Illinois. Amazing! So yes. you're, you're getting out there. You need yes. to like push over to the other coast. Um, yes, uh, we're working on that. But again, we're producing still in small batches. Um, so. Um, and uh, we work with local farms. So, for example, in 2022, the, that batch has Macintosh apples in it. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite apples. Oh, uh, right. So, yeah, it depends on crops, you know. And just so you know, it's around 75 apples in each bottle. I think Kedem does. Uh, there's uh, six pounds of grapes in in one bottle or something <laughs> like that. So this to produce this costs it costs no, is seventy five apples. Seventy five apples, because <laughs> you have to uh, basically um, get the juice. You have to ferment it, and then you have to distill it. So what does what does that mean? Um, Walk us through that. So um, so basically, uh, when you, when you ferment the juice, uh, you add the yeast in it, uh, and you convert also sugar into alcohol. Okay. The natural uh, sugar in apples. Uh, so it becomes a wine. So you remember you don't add sugar. Fruits have their own sugar. Yes. Like grapes. You don't add sugar into grapes. Yes. People think yeah. there's sugar added into grape juice. Grapes are already sweet. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, you know, each of those uh, products have a level of bricks, which measures amounts of sugar. Bricks? Yes. Okay. B-R-I-C-K? Yeah. B-R-I-X. Oh, they... Yeah, it's a technical oh term. <laughs> we are learning a lot today. Okay, and I yeah. thought I knew a lot from all the people I interview, but yeah. you, this is great. So okay. more bricks is more you can convert it into alcohol. Uh, so it becomes wine, 
you know, we ferment it uh, to the point where it becomes um, uh, wine, and then from that you distill the spirit uh, in a column stills. So when you distill, that's where basically you extract, uh, I would say, uh, like a, a very small percentage of liquid back uh, uh, because it converts into high-proof uh, spirit. And then basically from this high-proof spirit, you know, after you're done with all the uh, redistillations, filtrations, you also uh, dilute it with the water, which uh, again, upstate is known for its water. Um, you dilute it and bring it down to alcohol percentage you need. Um, which would be 80 proof, which converts into 40% alcohol. Aha. Uh -huh. What does proof mean? Uh, uh, so you see that a lot on the bottles. It says 80% alcohol volume. Yeah, that, that's how we basically um, uh, measure the alcohol levels. Um, so during distillation process, it goes by basically proof. You know, we, we proof it to 190 proof, for example. Okay. Uh, or it's less proof when you do, let's say, brandy. Um, How do you raise or lower the proof? Uh, it's through distillation process. Uh, through the column stills is their basically job. Okay. <laughs> I, well, think it, I think it's. Yeah. I'm asking some very technical questions. But it extracts the alcohol from the liquid. And, uh, and yeah, basically bring it to 80 proof. And 80 proof uh, is 40% alcohol. Which do you have a tasting room upstate? Can people come up and have a taste? Because I went to uh, Scotland and we did a whiskey yes, tour. Yes, uh, we do have a tasting room. It's not open to the public, but uh, it's available by appointments. Um, so we always show the tour. Um, and uh, you know. So if someone wants to reach out and have a tour with you, they can... Yeah, they can... Uh, so it is open to the public by appointment only? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's pretty far from here. It's around four-hour drive. Oh, yeah. where are you near? Like uh, Albany? Uh, it's close to Albany. It's on the west of Albany, I would say, maybe one hour. How often do you go up? Um, every three weeks. Oh, okay. So you don't have to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go all up because it's far. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, but from upstate yeah. New York, it's only yeah. two hours. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. We have to be close to Apple Farms there. You know, because New York is known to be uh, second uh, state, second largest state in terms of Apple state. Really? What's the first large? Uh, Washington. Washington. On the West Coast. On the West Coast. Yeah. Do they, does a Washington Macintosh apple taste different than a New York Macintosh apple? Seeing you're a connoisseur of Macintosh apples. Um I would say every apple tastes different from each other. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so, yeah, New and New York is known as Big Apple. Oh, right. Because right. there's so many apples. I never I never thought of that, why New York yeah. is called the Big Apple. They, they call it Big Apple, so... Because there's a lot of apple trees. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the reasons. And... Um, you know, <laughs> I'm so glad uh, I had you on the show. I learned <laughs> <Yeah>. a lot. <laughs> to come up with a product made from apples uh, is... Uh, it's basically you highlight um, uh, your own state, New York, right? And the vodka is even called upstate vodka, uh, which um, shows that uh, uh, it comes from upstate region, you know, because there are a lot of great products in upstate region. Uh, and uh, all the even, uh, if you go to the farm market, uh, uh, everything there comes from uh, upstate. Okay, this Most is great. Yeah. I think we're going to make a cocktail today. Yes. Let's yes. drink. Uh, Zalman's like, yes, yeah, okay, we're going to drink. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to make today a simple cocktail. It's pretty popular. It's sweet and sour. It's called apple martini <gasps> with lime juice. 
Oh, I love that. My husband loves apple martinis. So now when he comes home from work, I'll be that 1950s housewife who gives their husband a martini as he yes, walks in yes. the door. Okay, let, let's teach me, um, teach me how to make it. Okay. So we need a martini glass, of one course. One martini glass, yeah. Uh, I'm glad you bought one because I don't know if I actually yeah, have We'll those. need a shaker. We'll need a jagger, which is uh, our a glass. Jigger, yeah. Yeah, our glass shape uh, tool. Yeah. Um, so you could uh, basically measure ounces. For example, this uh, this part is two ounces, uh, and then uh, one ounce here. Uh, so we're going to need um, apples. So we have apple of slice course. Okay. Uh, as a garnish, um, and then we'll need um, apple liqueur, obviously our vodka and uh, lime juice. Okay. And uh, we also need ice, but only for shaker, uh, shaking. Do we need sh do we need ice? Should I get ice? Yes. So, so Kate, uh, do you want to get ice? Should, where should you, no, should we're going to use this ice. Oh, so we're going to use that ice. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is basically, it's metal and has a liquid inside. So you freeze it, and uh, when you add it uh, to the cocktail, it does not dilute uh, Zama, water can in you, it. ZK, can you just um, zoom in on that? For those of you watching on the Nakam Siegel Network, <laughs> YouTube channel. It's got his logo on it. I love it. And on his hat. And on the <laughs> and shaker. On, and on the shaker. <laughs> I'm like the poster girl here. Okay. All right. Why don't we... Okay. So, yeah. yeah the, do the, your thing. Yeah. The benefit of those because, you know, the water, water would not um, go into the cocktail. Right. You don't want... When cocktails... They, if you don't drink them fast, the, the liquid melts into it and it's watery, you know. So, yes. drink your cocktails fast. <laughs> supposed to sip a cocktail, but, you know... Don't, yes, don't take too long. Okay. Apsi vodka is a great um, cocktail vodka and great sipping vodka. So we add two ounces of Apsi vodka in it. Okay. Uh, then we would add uh, one ounce of uh, sour apple. This time we're using Benimina liqueur. Okay, that's a good one. Yes. I like that. I smell already. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two and two? Uh, we'll do one and a half for this one. Okay, one and a half, okay. Yep. Then we'll skip lemon juice, we'll use lime juice instead. Oh, but shouldn't you use fresh lime juice? You can do that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the, the chef in me, okay. Yes. All right. So how much of that? Uh, He's using bottled lime juice, not one half ounce. like a, the lemonade, the lemonade lime juice, <laughs> not fresh lime. So it's going to be a little different, but yeah, I think I decided to improvise, you know, to use uh, it's good, lime, it's good. lime in instead it, of lemon. I think cocktails are like that also. You can have a lot of play with them. Yes. <laughs> okay. In with the ice Those cubes. Ice cubes in there. This is very exciting. Only very exciting. Only going to use it for shaker. Let's close it tightly so it doesn't spill. So I don't want to create a mess on your show. No, that's okay. I have my beautiful tablecloth. Oh, I'm hearing the <laughs> through the headphones, right? You hear the clicking. Yes. Shout out to Tablecloth in Crown Heights, Tablecloth Direct for your table. It's French uh, for tablecloths. It is located in Crown Heights. I get my beautiful tablecloths. Okay. All right. Ooh. So let's add apple slice in it. Oh yeah. Oh, we we actually put an apple slice in the cocktail. Yes. A little bit yes. of garnish. Garnish. Okay. Um, Just simple at-home cocktails to make. Three ingredients. Mm. The most important one being the upstate vodka. The upstate vodka is the main one. Okay. What could be better than apple-based vodka for apple martini? Yeah. Right. Okay. Here yeah. we go. Here we go. Shahako. Right. Baruch Atad and Ailehen Melacham Shakoni Ebivaro. 
That is delicious. <laughs> I've had a lot of alcohol on this show. Different winemakers and whiskey makers, all excellent. But this is different. It's all oh, the love the apple martini. My my uh, glands are going. It's like, <laughs> mm, this is amazing. I've got to do a whole show. Zama, do you want one too? We'll make you one as well, off camera. We'll make it at the end of the show because the case has got to be at least one person on the show has got to be sober. It's got to be you. Right, you got to fly the plane. That's exactly. That is absolutely delicious. Wow, well done. Um, where, where else are we seeing your uh, uh, vodkas being served? I hear that some restaurants are carrying them now. Uh, yes, um, it's right now available at the Reserve Card. Uh, it's um, uh, it's on the menu as a seasonal uh, special cocktail. Uh, also, it's available in Wall Street Grill. Oh, both great restaurants. Yes, and Table Nickel. It's available there as well. Okay. Um, and um, uh, th this vodka is increasing its presence uh, in um, in restaurants uh, because it's a great um, cocktail vodka, as I said, because of unique uh, flavor. So uh, just to explain the flavor, again, it's unflavored, but every vodka pretty much has uh, flavor. Uh, this is incredible. Yes, it's, it's really incredible. Yes, Upstate Vodka has a... A little sweet pre-taste, uh, and that's because we only distill it two times, so we maintain this flavor. I would like to try it plain. Is that <laughs> yes? Okay, someone's got a ZK. See the bar over there, the the brown little junked up table with all my chachkas from around the world. <laughs> <laughs> On the right hand side, a little schnapps cups. That's my Shabbos. Yeah, I would like to try the vodka plain. Thank you, Zaman. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. I want to try it without the apple because yes. you said it's good sipping. Now, do you drink there's – a, there's a thing that you keep vodka in the freezer. When I was growing up, my dad always kept vodka in the freezer because it doesn't freeze because of yes. the alcohol content. Um, yeah, you, you can definitely keep it in the freezer. Um, and um, usually I like to keep it in the fridge. Uh, then the freezer. This has uh, got lovely flavour. Yes, yes. It's nice. Yes. Sometimes vodka like has a burn at the end. Yes. This has a little bit. It's very it. smooth. You know, we have a lot of awards uh, from San Francisco Spirit Competition, Sip Awards, Denver Spirit Competition. Um, and um, you know, it's basically proven itself as a, a very smooth vodka. Okay, it is fabulous, absolutely fabulous. Okay, I love this. We are just – can you stick around a little bit? Yes. Um, we are going to get a guest in now all the way from – Well, we get, Brent Delm is going to be joining us. Um, hold on. I'm, but um, he's having a little bit of trouble with the traffic here. The traffic in New York this summer has been crazy. Yes. And we haven't even gotten very far yet, so – yeah, we're, we're just waiting for him to come in, but um, I figured he's like around the corner. He just sent me a message, but I thought maybe we'll try to get Elizabeth on the phone. Um, I'm just waiting to see if she, she can do now. Elizabeth is three hours behind in California, so uh, we've just got to make sure that she's available. It might be – oh, here is Brent. Is, is Brent here? Oh, hey, man. I'm so sorry for you that we had so much traffic. Okay. Um, how are you? 
Are you okay? We're on air. Just come in, make yourself comfortable. You can unpack and talk. I'll introduce you guys to each other. This is Elio. He makes uh, Upstate Vodka. We're having drinks this morning. Vodka and cheese. That, yeah, no, that's okay. We can catch up after. Um, so you can get yourself, and I'm going to catch everyone up. Um, so Brent Delman, the cheese guy, he's been on the show numerous times. We are a huge fan of Brent's cheeses. He has one of the most flavorful cheeses out there. I love his stuff, and we are going to talk to him about summer cheeses. Sounds good. Last week was Shavuot. It was all about the cheese, and I feel like summer is also about the cheese. Oh, um, we used to have – We remember when we were – both of you, right, ZK and Brent, remember when we were at the studio in Manhattan, we'd have you on like in a winter cheese and a summer cheese show yeah, every year. Yeah, so so I figured now is a summer cheese show. Um, so Brent's going to pull out some cheeses for us to try and talk about what's new, what's out there. Uh, I actually did a – you can catch it on kosher.com. I did a cheese board video which had some amazing cheeses featuring some of your cheeses. So um, let's just take a moment to talk about um, some of the sponsored items from Tuscanini while you are sitting up there, which are also cheeses. So Tuscanini every week uh, is a uh, um, support for the Nachum Singer Network for Table for Two. I've just got some of the incredible uh, prepared ingredients that you can use this summer. Um, we've got the pizzas. They have personal pies, small or large. They've also got the mozzarella sticks. These are amazing, and you can serve them with the Tuscanini marinara sauce. And they've also got these two prepared gnocchis. You've got the classic, and you've got the spinach gnocchi, and they each come with a, uh, a package on the you know, uh, the directions on the back show you how to make it. And I have tons of great recipe ideas. If you follow me on Instagram, you can see some of our uh, great ideas for the uh, Tuscanini gnocchi and also follow Tuscanini on Instagram for some of their great recipes and ideas. So thank you very much, Tuscanini, for being a great support. And I really believe that the tus the uh, cheeses from Cheese Guy will go so well with some of the uh, Tuscanini Gnocchi, I think that's a really great combination that we've got going there. Okay, Z ZK's picked it up. It's good stuff. <laughs> it's good stuff. We, we'll boil some up for lunch, ZK. <laughs> okay, Brent, put on your headphones, and we've caught Brent up. Hi. Let's see. There you go. Hi, Brent. We're good. Hey, Naomi. How's it going? You're okay? Great. Yeah, yeah. So Usual much New traffic. York traffic. I know. It's crazy these days, right? Right. We were just talking about that before. It's so far. We don't live so far from each other as the crow flies. Like if right. we were a bird, it would be 15 minutes. But the traffic through all the different highways from Westchester to Long Island. And there's a train stuck over here on railroad. There is? Whatever that is, the railroad street or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, right here on the yeah. top of my block. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's stuck. It's stuck. And so there's no traffic. They're diverting traffic to all over. And I'm like trying to find my way through winding I'm so Rosa. sorry. So no. you had traffic and a stuck train. I'm sorry. Anyway, it's good to be here. Would you like some martini to oh, calm I would, you down? I would love some. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make you a martini. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll figure out which cheeses and crackers and jams and everything go really well with martinis. Okay, so catch us up about life in the sense we had you on last year. Uh, how the kids? You have a son in Israel? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, no, he's back. He's back? Yeah, he's back here. He's working in real estate. He, he, served, it, he served in the IDF, yes. if you remember amazing, that. Amazing, amazing. So he, proud. Thank you. Yeah, I am. And he went to undergrad uh, at um, 
Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the the school in, in Israel. Uh, yeah, in Israel. Hebrew in, U. No, no. Barilan. No. He, IDC. So, IDC. Thank IDC. you. Thank you. <laughs> I know because we've also got kids in Israel, so we know. I was thinking more Barilan because he then went on to get his MBA from uh, from Barilan. Oh, very nice. And my daughter. So I have a daughter in Israel, and she's living in Tel Aviv. Ah. And she's been there now a few years. I don't know if uh, if she was there the last time we spoke. And then I have a 14-year-old who's uh, who's a freshman at TABC. Oh, okay. It's so funny. So I've got the kids in Israel and I've got my freshman in SKA. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Very, Very nice. parallel life. So yeah, everybody's doing great. Okay, we're, great. Uh, we're living in Yonkers. We we. Bought a house upstate too, by the way, over oh, the last good. couple of years. He's very happy because very he's also yeah. his vodkas from upstate. Oh yeah, whereabouts? So it's in Schoharie County, in a town called Charlottesville. It's even okay. more upstate than probably where you are. Yeah. yeah. How far? What's the closest uh, city? Oh, it's close to uh, Albany. Okay. Yeah, one hour away from Albany, so it's western mm-hmm. of Albany. Very nice. Wow. Yeah. So upstate is just beautiful. Yes. I know so many people during COVID ventured upstate who hadn't spent a lot of time up there and our area is just booming we're in sullivan county oh amazing (laughs) well it's a place to be also there's no traffic in upstate (laughs) (laughs) just getting there just getting there's another story but you're halfway up when you go to upstate when we go from the five towns we've got the van the rockaway turnpike the van wick the long island expressway just to get to the gw oh yeah i know people Mm. that come up from brooklyn sometimes takes them three or four hours yeah yeah so, right, yeah, every, so everything has been good, and I see you've been very busy. I've been very busy, wow. thank God, thank God, traveling, eating, yeah, getting fatter by the day, you know, but I, I enjoy the food, so I'm enjoying life. The last few weeks, it looks like you've done some really exciting dairy things, some things with cheese. I've done a lot. I actually made my own cheese. You'll be so proud of me. Wow. I made, and the kitchen sink, I took whole milk, and I turned it into ricotta. Oh, wow. It was really cool. I'm going to do it on Instagram later today. What did, what did you use for the coagulant, for the uh, acid? Lemon juice. Great. It's lemon Great. juice, salt, and milk. It's <laughs> yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah. Cheesecloth, yeah. you're done. I use the thermometer to make sure that my milk gets exactly to 200 degrees. I did add a cooking demo last week, and their women were blown away. We put it inside some homemade ravioli. You can throw it in salads. It's so great. And did you have you ever tried to flavor it with anything like herbs or anything like that? So I didn't. We put it in. It was the first time I made it, and then we like mashed it with um, some butternut squash to put inside the ravioli. But I am going to serve it on a cheese board with some olive oil. I'm going to cube it, put it in some bowl with um, basil, olive oil, and balsamic. Oh, nice. So, and yours became solid enough to be able to cube. I've got to show it to you. I'll oh, show it to you after phenomenal. the show. Yeah. Wow. You just let it sit for a few hours in the cheesecloth hanging off the faucet in the kitchen. Sorry, sorry to geek out on uh, <laughs> no, <very> interested. <laughs> I'm going to be the cheese gal. <laughs> You'll be the cheese gal. I'll be the cheese gal. I can make one cheese. <laughs> oh, different signs for me. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's, let's talk about what you've got and what's going so, on. So, yeah. also wanted to mention about something that's really been fun that uh, I've been... Uh, taking part in lately is doing not only making cheese boards but also grazing tables so these grazing tables are just tell the, us the what hot, a grazing the table hottest is. trend out there so it's if you were to take this table and just put down some uh like parchment paper or deli paper and just fill it up with, with cheese and cra- cheese and crackers it's and like jams. an oversized board that's exactly what it is and so people are having these grazing table parties, and it's just uh, it's just an amazing trend that uh, people are just really enjoying, and and especially around the holidays or simchas or 
graduations, all different things. And so I am getting just, so inspired right now. So yeah, it's 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 great. I'm sure I love you that. would cre- you, oh, I know my you gosh. and all your friends and stylists and chefs and everybody, you guys would have yeah. a ball. So I was saying before I did a, a kosher cooking video on, on of course kosher on kosher.com last week with Malky Hirsch and Julie Holzer. We made this beautiful cheese board. I saw it. Using a lot of your cheeses. And it's so creative. You can make it up as you go along. Yeah. You know, it's it, fun. It, it really is. That's a big part of it, just the, the whole creative nature of it and the improvisation. In the last couple of days, I've been at a number of different functions. Yesterday, I was at the OU doing a presentation. Oh, we did so a huge nice. raising table over there for them. Oh. Today, I have a couple other events coming up, one for Atid and Teaneck, the bunch of, uh, it's a uh, yeshiva high school. Wow. Um, yeah, number of fun things, and so they're just, all they're all looking for these grazing tables. So and, it's a lot of fun. And thank you for coming today, because I know Brent is so busy, and really thank you. I know it was far, and it took you longer than you thought, but really thank you, Naomi. I really look both forward, of you, both of you. I really look forward to this, and I know you're busy too, so it's all right. We we, we, we have love, to make time for the show exactly. because this is so important to spread the word of good. Good vodka and good cheese. Thank you. And I'm so hungry, I can't wait to start So eating. here we go. First, <laughs> first cheese. So, you know, one of the things that we mentioned uh, were summer cheeses. So mm-hmm. years ago when you and I started this, we really, we really started to break things down into seasonal varieties. And there is really a seasonality to cheese and to many other foods. People don't realize that. Yeah. And one of the things, and it's, it's interesting too, because, you know, the holiday of Shavuos, it has many religious aspects, obviously, to it, and receiving of the Torah on Mount Sinai and the Jews leaving the desert, leaving um, slavery, actually, you know, becoming free people and walking to Mount Sinai to receive the, uh, the Torah. But there's also a seasonal element to it. And it was the time of the year when the cows and the goats and the sheep were lactating, where they're giving birth. So they're creating fresh milk. So not only in Israel and the Middle East and different, different areas around the world, but it's really the season and the time for fresh milk. So fresh cheeses. Think of fresh cheeses. You think of higher moisture content cheeses. So things like, I'm going to show the first couple of cheeses. Number one is a fresh rigot, as they call it in uh, is that how they Italian. Say? Yeah, well, Italian Americans sort of sort of call it uh, call it that. But it's ricotta, fresh ricotta. This is our unique. Uh, uh, is that recipe? you? Is yes. that you? Yes, yeah, no. Because I've, I've You're seen You're going to love it. I cannot wait. I cannot yeah. wait. I love your cheeses. And I didn't know you made ricotta. So, so, yeah. So, anything with, again, higher moisture content as opposed to like the harder cheeses that age longer, those are generally um, perceived to be fresher and uh, creamier. So anything that you can think of, you know, uh, the all the different descriptions of when you're thinking of cheese, you think of sharper. That's generally uh, tending to be um, some of the more aged cheeses. So these cheeses are a little bit mo- more mild in general. Mild, and again, a little bit more mo- moisture content, a little bit uh, creamier. So that describes a little bit of some of what we're going to get into today. Let's start off with, actually, we'll do the ricotta next, but we'll first try the goat cheese. And you know, Yay! Now, yeah. people don't always like goat. Do you like goat cheese, Ilya? Yeah. Okay. It's Good. okay? Not everyone likes goat cheese. We didn't cheese. used to. We, we've brought him around, haven't we? <laughs> we did. We have changed it's, ZK. It's taken a long time. It's been a long <laughs> journey. <laughs> okay, we're very um, excited. So my hands are clean. Uh, we're I not just, worried. Uh, 
So let's. Can we uh, have that on a cracker? Sure, absolutely. So my my rosemary crackers. Your crackers here. are divine. Thank you. Absolutely divine. <laughs> Thank you. So they're made. You can also use the. There's also. Have you ever tried the um. They have Tuscanini um, parchment crackers. Have you? I have. They're, They're delicious. Excellent. They're excellent. delicious. I'm gonna pull one. ZK. Oh wow. Okay, everyone. All right, everybody, crunch at once. I'm serious. Okay, you ready for the crunch? How awesome these crackers are. Make a bracha and then we'll crunch. Amen. We're all crunching at once. <laughs> that is. Amazing! Mm-hmm. It's so creamy. So, what are you what are you getting in the flavor? What do you what do you what do you taste? So you know, it's very earthy. It's very very um, um, gamey. I like that. So yeah, so that's interesting. That's how a lot of people describe. And that's one of the reasons. So generally, and when you ask, I'm sorry, Elio. Is it? Yes. Right. Sorry. So when you ask Elio if he likes goat cheese. That's a good question because because not everyone does. No, either it's it's funny. Either you do or you don't. There's like not much la- in the middle. It's like lamb or duck. You either love it or you don't. Yeah, it's that gamey, That's earthy. That's right. Taste so the environment. Of, you know. One of our goals has been to sort of take some of that gaminess or the barnyardiness out of the goat cheese. I don't know. Did you? So were you still getting a lot of it or just like a hint of it? Was it? Um, you think people. No, I think it's perfection. Yeah. But it is gamey. You okay. have to, like, that's definitely, if you don't like goat cheese or gamey, you yeah. might not like that one. Okay. Okay, good. But we think it's so, magnificent. <laughs> so one of the things that I have here today is we have goat, sheep, and cow. You know, I like to mix up the milks. Yeah. So we've got all three represented here, goat, sheep, and uh, cow's Ooh. milk cheeses. Um, but anyway, so this, a lot of times what uh, what people, some of the adjectives that people use to describe goat cheese is tangy. Tangy, Maybe citrusy, yeah. lemony mm-hmm. a little bit, but barnyardy and and sort of gamey. It definitely had a tang. It yeah. was definitely yeah. tangy. Good, 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 good. And you know, um, what else? Tell me, tell me, Naomi. What would you what would you do with this aside from eating it on a cracker with a? Well, I put those into salads all the time in my cookbooks. I, I have at least two or three recipes for things with goat cheese. I put it inside ravioli. I put it inside a salad. Wow. I've actually made turn those into discs, like make. Rounds, yeah, um, and then dipped it in flour, eggs, breadcrumb, and fried it. So I've had fried crumbed goat cheese. That is outstanding. And then I do a um, like it goes really well with a raspberry vinaigrette, right? And that's fabulous. I've got that actually in both my cookbooks. Perfect for Pesach and Perfect Flavors have two different goat cheese salad recipes. Wow, one is with cubed butternut squash and goat cheese and. It's got sour cream in the dressing. It's the ultimate. In fact, we had it on Shavuos last week. Wow. With about the ultimate goat cheese combination. And I've got a son-in-law who doesn't like goat cheese. Whenever he comes, we have to like switch it out for feta. (laughs) (laughs) Those sound amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I love goat cheese. I'm not so sophisticated. I crumble it on a salad and usually have some dried cranberries and candied pecans and arugula. You know what I learned from you? Because your wife is from South America. Right, right. You take your cracker, you take goat cheese and dolce de leche. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're I taught you that. And I have, you sorry, you taught me that. And then I taught so many people that. It is amazing. (laughs) It's amazing. In fact, I'm going to bring, yeah, I'm going to bring some with me when I go. I'm I'm going away next week and I want to bring some this with me. Oh. Um, The goat cheese and the. 
Dolce Leche. Dolce de Leche. I'm doing it's, a little event, and I, I think that will be such a great, like, appetizer. Even, like, a pass around. You can put it on your little crackers and pass it around with some wine, maybe a little uh, vodka um, in uh, – we could do chocolate vodka. Yes. Chocolate mm. vodka martinis would go really well Ooh. with that, actually. Yes. By the way, speaking of, mind if I catch up with you guys on the – Yeah, we got to pour him a drink. I'm – you want to make him another whole one? I, I just don't have no, another just, glass. Just a little something. I'm going to pour some from here. What, do you want a taste. plain one or do you want an ma- ma- uh, apple one? Whatever you guys recommend. Okay, CK. I'd like to, I'm going to need. Can you bring me two pairings. of them? <laughs> Let, let's bring. <laughs> CK, sorry, become the waiter of we always, the. <laughs> we always joke, right? It's five o'clock somewhere? Yeah, yeah. Or we're Australian. It can be, you know, in the morning too. <laughs> okay, so what have we got next? So, next is the fresh regatta. So here, let me give him one of each. I'm pouring. I'm pouring Brent some. Remember, we've got a whole show to do. What's well, 20 minutes left? Okay. Fantastic. That's Thank the, you. That's the martini, and this is the plain one. Okay. I love those uh, glasses. Amen. Glasses. <laughs> oh, they're so cute. I bought them in the shuk in Israel. Yes. Because I don't yes. like on, when you make kiddish, you pour them into yes. little metal cups. Yes, so yes. my little cups are clear glass with a handle. Yeah. That's so, so cute. Cool. And that's so great. cute. For those wow. of you who can't see really what we're nice. doing, I'm talking about my schnapps cups are glass, not metal. So this is made from what? So this is uh, the cocktail is apple martini with uh, lime juice. And But I see on your label it says apples. Yes. Yeah, so the vodka itself made from apples. Really? Uh, but it's unflavored. 75 apples. 75 75, this take the is 75 apples. No Makes kidding. one bottle of vodka. Wow. And how do you, I'm sure, did you go through all this, how it's fermented? Yeah, yes, yeah, we yes. did all that. Okay, all right, I'll catch <laughs> He'll up He'll catch later. up on the <laughs> show when he has to listen to himself. <laughs> okay, so let's Love try. It. Okay, so fresh ricotta. By the way, this is organic. So there's some, a couple interesting things about, about this. As you can see, it's very, very creamy. It's whipped. There's only three ingredients, milk, vinegar, and salt. So, you know, um, you probably know. Do you know what ricotta comes from? It's actually the whey from the milk. So when, when, right, when milk separates, when you're making cheese, milk coagulate. We coagulate and try to, in order to produce cheese, we make curds. We isolate the curds, the proteins in the curds, and curds with a C, not with the K from the Middle East. Yeah, So exactly. curds, we isolate the curds and they become solids and that becomes the cheese and the liquid that drains off is the whey. Should I get mine from the fridge? Sure. I'm going to get, you keep talking, I'm going to get it. Sure. I can't sense you came for that. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the whey drains off and then out of the whey comes the ricotta. Some, there are still some little solids left, little protein solids that are left in, inside the whey, and that's collected and separated and used to make, one of, one of the things we use is to, we use it for is to make uh, fresh ricotta cheese. So, wow. Look at this that. This is How mine. Cool is that? I'm busy. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, it looks nice. It's nice, right? Yeah, I'm beautiful. Sure I made ricotta cheese by Naomi Nachman. That is so cool. How long, when did you make it? I don't know how long it's going to last. I think I made it Friday. How long will this last? Yeah, no, that'll last a couple of weeks at least. Okay, great. We're oh, going to yeah. eat on Shavuos. And, uh, and because so you great. have it in, is it, is it draining? Do you have it? It's it, finished draining. Okay. There's, there's no, it's been in the fridge for a few weeks and a few days and there's no liquid left. Okay. Okay, good. I just left it like to. Yeah, you could. 
tie it up to your, you know, to your uh, cupboard, you know, the handles on the cupboard and just let it drip for like days sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I let mine drip off the sink. I tie it to my faucet and I let yeah. it drip for a few yeah. hours. Okay. Okay, cool. So, all right, here we uh, go. Let's with try this. the different one. So you the, know what's amazing when you whip it? When you whip this and then you can pipe it onto toast. Right. It's amazing. I do it every morning. What else? What else do you? That's what I jam do. with jam, Tuscanini jam. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All so right. also, I've got some jams here today too. <gasps> you make jam now? Yeah. So so these are made for me with my recipes and. I cannot. Be- oh, fig jam. So yeah. So we. You're um, killing I've my got- diet. I love it. <gasps> I'm gonna cry. Fig jam. Yeah, and it, it's seventy percent fruit, so it's like it's a serious. Pres- it's called preserves. It's not a jam. It's preserves. What's the difference made, between made in Switzerland? Um, the uh, percentage of fruit, and I forget what um, what the requirement is, but I think it's sixty percent, in order to be called preserves. So. Um, okay. Anyway. So, you know what, let's first, we'll go with the, yeah. this just plain. I'm so excited. This is and such a great breakfast. We, we'll, we'll do it on a cracker as well? Yeah, just because I think it's easier. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring out a different cracker, another one of my crackers. We have flat crackers Ooh, now. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Brent, you just, he just keeps coming out with um, different uh, <laughs> ways to just keep making his business awesome. So, thank you. So, we've, we've expanded the line. I never. And, you uh, do. So, the, um, this new brand is called... Fine pairings by the cheese guy. Oh, so, nice! Yeah, so what it is, it's it's um, items that pair well with cheese. You came on a good show, Elio. Yeah, I'll get full. <laughs> I know, but yeah, this is lunch, right? Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, so these are flat crackers. There you go. And uh, like you said, with jam. Yeah, or I just need a little bit because I'm oh, supposed on. to be come on a diet. On, oh. this, is, this is not. This is this last is week's bad. cheesecakes killed me. Okay. So I'm going to spread it out. ZK? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. I'm going to just spread mine out. And this is on a... This is, this on is a, nice and smooth. Ooh. This is on a rosemary flat cracker. So, yeah, tell me, tell me the consistency. So it's whipped, as I mentioned. It's whipped. So it's creamy. This is great. And, and milky and lactic and... Oh, Very good. Isn't that nice? Mm. I'm just like taking even just some plain... So you said you go sweet with this in the morning, right? You put a little jam on it or whatever. So I either go sweet or savory. So sometimes when I go savory, I'll put on avocado, tomato, a little balsamic, a little olive oil, salt and pepper. Mm -hmm. Sun-dried tomato? Sun-dried tomatoes, yeah. Very good. You say tomato, I say tomato. Exactly. (laughs) That's it. Can we try some of that with a jam? Sure. Absolutely. So Even uh, the goat cheese in the jam would be sick. So what I would recommend, so this is an apricot preserve with just a hint of jalapeno. Do you need spoon? Um, no, you know what, this actually, I will for future for, for additional pairings but um, this one is actually pourable if that's a word, able to be poured um, the house brings some plates Ah, nice, <laughs> just, there we go That's party here ZK, right. it's always a party with us. So, yeah, so this, like I say, 70% fruit on this also, apricot, fine pairings is the brand. Just, as we say, a dollop, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know what? Here, I can put that on the... 
Okay, I, 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 with the shows because uh, I just want to say um, we're running a little late, okay. so I'm going to ask Elizabeth if to come on next week's show. So stay tuned next week. We've wet your appetite with. Uh, I'm going to show you her book, Plated, uh, by Elizabeth Mandelbaum and Alyssa Berlin. Um, grab a copy, and next week we're going to be interviewing. We'll have Elizabeth on next week's show because we are really in the thick of it here um, and learning a lot. Okay, go. terrific. And ZK. And she is at home in LA, so. We hand that one over to ZK. We'll get her on the phone next week. All right, here we go with jam. I'm trying your jam plain, by the way. I like to try all mm. the components separately and then all at once for the Amazing. perfect bite. All right, crunch. You like that together? Amazing. Oh, my God. I will do this all day long. <laughs> It's like, you know, we talk about the different pairings, right? So we talk why things pair well with each other. So sweet and savory, right? And I was just mentioning that a minute ago about uh, how to prepare this, what to use the fresh ricotta with in the morning. And you can do, like we say, sweet and savory. That's why, that's why wine and cheese really go together well, mm -hmm. too. Because you have sa savory, <laughs> right, right. You make lasagna with this also? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, there's, there's, what do we do with it? No, I'm saying you can make lasagna with it. It's not, Absolutely. It's not egg pre eggplant rollatini, put in the middle. Go you, ZK. He's, he's, he, come join me at the interview. <laughs> he's amazing. ZK knows how to cook. ZK knows how to cook really well. Okay. Yeah. So great suggestion. Lasagna, like I say, eggplant rollatini, put it on toast in the morning. Um, lots of things. You know, put fill it, use it uh, to make cheesecake. Mm, yeah, ricotta uh, cheesecakes. Bl blintzes. Blintzes, yeah. Lots, lots, of, lots of fun. Or for now, just that size? For now, just this size. We need yeah. some big catering sizes, I'm just saying, as your friend. <laughs> as someone who caters, we need bigger sizes of that high-quality ingredient. By the, by the way, when you say high-quality ingredient, so I mentioned that it's organic. Very difficult to find organic milk these days. Really? And it, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, what not, makes not easy milk to, organic? So the the animals can only feed on um, vegetation that has been that is not treated with any kind of pesticides. Like grass. Right. So natural grass, never treated with any kind of pesticides. I like all that fancy meat that that we now buy, like marble and grain, and grand behold. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep. All I right. just want to, I'm asking the questions that we all want to know. We're like all the listeners and me. Absolutely. Okay, we've got about nine minutes left right. of the whole hour. It flew by. All right. So let's try to use our senses here. Ready? So this next one is my French Brie. Again, these are, we're sticking with milder, well, actually, this isn't mild, but softer cheeses, softer, higher moisture, fresh cheeses. As you can see, this is ripe, meaning that, as you see, it's starting to get a little bit of the brown around the edges, which I happen to like. It's stronger. It, and if you it's edible? It's absolutely edible. It's, it's going to be strong. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, I think I've mentioned this to you in the past, but Let me smell. You go, when you go into a cheese, a cheese, a cheese, <laughs> a cheese, <laughs> a big whoop of that. I'll cut off the ends. I'll cut off some no, of the ends. I don't mind to but, eat it. I don't mind to eat it. I just but, was very strong to smell. You know, one of the things I was... I've mentioned to you before, you go to, into a cheese shop in Paris and they ask, if you ask the cheesemonger, the person running the cheese shop, you know, uh, can you slice me up some brie? And they ask you, when do you want to eat it? Like what time of the day or tomorrow or the next day? They're so specific about 
their cheese. And a lot of people, including myself, like very strong brie. So some people might think it's a little past its prime, but I think it's terrific. So I'm My gonna, husband loves all those cheeses. He loves very aged meat also, which smells like blue cheese. Mm-hmm. There you go. You want to mm-hmm. pass that? Or yep. you want me to put it on Yeah, put it on plate. Just might be easier. Okay. And let me get one more for yeah, you. You can make like a little, a little bit of few cheeses on one and plate. You can I'm, even put them in the middle. We can I'm going to also put a little bit of the apricot jam on the side as well. Okay. Because I think that pairs You know, really uh, well. we had a, a, a cheese from you the other day. with Torino? Tori- Torio. Torio. We that today as well. Do you eat the edge? Or no, you don't. You don't it's, eat the edge. So, Torio... It's the name of the river that runs through. This is a proprietary cheese concoction, a cheese recipe that we've made in Spain, and it's very similar to a manchego. The exterior of the uh, of the cheese wheel is actually a, a wax type of a. So right. It's not. It's not a problem if somebody ate it. It's but, not. Okay. But, so we did serve it without the cheese, but yeah. <laughs> so on brie, you do eat the rind, which is different than that. That's okay. not. That's a non-edible rind. Okay. So you may again. The, the the edges of this may be a little bit. Do we have it with you. a crack or we have it plain? Uh, try it try it plain first. A little strong. It's strong but great. Are you want to put some uh, crackers on it? Mm-hmm. It's very strong. I love it. Do you? Very good. Yeah. I like the flavorful uh, cheese. So these this is made from grass fed cows in the north of France. The Normandy region. I was in Normandy last year. Were you really? I love it's all farmland. Yeah. Isn't it beautiful? Oh. I was at the Omaha Beach at D Day. Were you really? Oh wow. It was amazing. It's one of the best things I've ever done. Very moving and meaningful. I was gonna say. No. On the Coast of River Cruise, we took the boat to Normandy from Paris. Really? It was really cool. That was very strong. I like it. Yeah, it's okay. You like it? I would do. I would imagine this with a little bit of jam and cracker oh, I was, would yeah, just sorry, be. Yeah, sorry, I forgot to put. Uh, fabulous. Here, pass that back. I want to try it with a jam. Yep. Okay. All right. We've got about six minutes, so. Okay. Um, the time goes fast. You know that, right? <laughs> you know, one of, one of the things I just yeah. wanted to point out that that we always talk about tastes and and there's so many ways to describe taste, but also texture. Yeah. Right? Texture has influences our taste in so many ways, and if you think about the different. Right? Mind-blowing, mind mind-boggling when, when you taste it with the jam. Yeah. Again, that sweet and savory thing. So the, the texture you get there, what do, what, what do you tell – me, tell me a little about, bit about the texture. Of the, the center is mm-hmm. like soft and smooth, and mm-hmm. then you've got the bit of the crunch from the, the rind. Right. Yeah, exactly. Have a sip of the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's important again because we associate textures and tastes. You know, they t- go really well together. Tastes, tastes are well. I mean, we all know the four common tastes, right? Uh, um, salty, sweet, bitter, and salty, sweet, bitter, and savory. Sour. So, and now savory. And now, right, savory umami. 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 You know, they're they're developing others now too. You know, some are including things like fat. And spicy yeah. in uh, different tastes, but anyway, so uh, just you know, instead of one of the things that I think is so important between all of us is to really savor—not to overuse that word—but savor to let it sit on your palate I just did that. and Literally. think about it. Right? Let all the flavors open up, the enzymes and the the particles and the cells and everything just explode in your mouth. I like well, the cheese to melt in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah very good. 
That's. I'm gonna try that. Yeah. Nope. That's what, like, when they do wine, you hold it in your mouth for a minute when they do wine tastings. You That's hold right. it. You know, they swoosh it, they hold it, and then either they spit or they swallow it. Here we will not be spitting. <laughs> what I recommend in my when I do so. One of You've things, got four minutes. One of the things that not I've that been, I want to rush. We could do this all day. <laughs> one of the things that I recommend during my wine and cheese tastings while I'm cutting up the next cheese is um to let them both sit on your palate together, wine and cheese, mm. and let them come together. As Some people are a little grossed out by it, but make like a ganache inside your mouth and just let it all <laughs> come together. I love it. I love it. <laughs> this is great. Guys, nice cheese. these are summer cheeses, the great ideas for picnics or summer brunches or malava malkas, you know. Um, Shalashittis. You can eat cheese at Shalashittis these days. Next cheese. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, on the side there, yeah. Next one is, you, you tell me what you think it is. You guys tell me what okay. you think it is. Pass on to ZK here. Mm. Oh, so smoky. It's so weird having smoky cheese. This I had smoky meat. Mm. Big shout out to Smoky Hill in restaurant in um, Lakewood. Had an amazing uh, sm- uh, uh, dinner there. Yes, uh, lunch yesterday. It was incredible. Oh, yeah? So, smoky Gouda. I don't call it smoked because it's not actually smoked. We put smoked sea salt in the cheese as we're making oh. it. It's a proprietary, again, a proprietary recipe. What does that mean? But it means that we came up with it. Nobody's, as far as I know, nobody's done it before. It was Trailblazer. Our, so we're trying. We're trying. We're trying to do oh, new and exciting insane. things. For, it's insane. For the, uh, uh, a lot of your cheese is Chalav Israel. Yeah, this one is not the... Two, let's see, the goat cheese is, the brie is, the ricotta is not. So a little over 50%. I've got about 60 different varieties now in my line of cheese, 60 different cheeses. And uh, so about half, a little bit more than half. Is it hard half. to do chalap And it's, it's very difficult, especially since my cheeses are artisan, small batch. So we're off in places, you know, like in the middle of Vermont, not near uh, a Jewish community where there's a mashkiach local. Right. So we have mm. to bring people in from either Montreal or bring them up from New York. Sometimes, anyway, locally. So, one. all right, let's talk about the, the Gouda, Smoky Gouda. Yeah, we've got one minute, one okay. and a half minutes. So Smoky Gouda, and let's do one last one. So you liked it, the Smoky Gouda? Yeah, it was Gouda? fabulous. We so, can go by the way, it's, the only, it's a great show. <laughs> it's always a good show. It's the only all-natural kosher or non-kosher, smoked or smoky gouda on the market. All the others are processed cheeses. They're really? like, yeah, it's like this eating is... American cheese, it's or, which, you know, is a process. I don't, I don't I, yeah, I don't do that. My you kids spo- never even ate you it. You spoke about the Torio. This is a blend of sheep and cow. Again, this was magnificent cheese. Again, we're staying sort of mild. This is not a very intense cheese. I'm going to cut it a little differently. By the way, you like my knife. I love your knife. Yes, let's talk about some cheese knife. Anything you, you so, recommend for us? The reason for what's that? He will, he will, (laughs) he will. Don't you worry. And boards. So there you go. I'm just going to hand it just like that. And you you notice the different cuts too. By the way, cheese tastes different. Believe it or not, by the way you cut it in the shape or the like pasta also. And talking about different knives, here's so this is a plane, a planer. So the way that you you take a block. Yeah. Growing up, we had one of those. But you can also use it with anything. And because it cuts such a thin little slice like that, Uh, you know, it just... He's using it in plain. It's a cheese planer knife. And he can get the thinnest of slices. Right. 
as opposed to cutting it. And I guess the different thinness or thick, mm-hmm. different thicknesses give it a different flavor. Right. Oh, wow. The enzyme, it opens up more enzymes and flavors. Right. So anyway, so those are some of the fun things that I have going on. Some Thank are you. mild sort of uh, creamy type cheeses. Great seasonal stuff to do all the fun things that uh, we're talking about. Do you sell online? Yep. Where do you sell? So uh, blockandwedge.com, we're now selling through another company that's doing a phenomenal job for us, Supermarket Italy. They reach out to the non-kosher world and they're selling, doing a great job with our products. Grow and Behold, I know they've gone through some yeah. some changes and uh, looks to be all for the good. So they're, Wonderful. they're selling some of our cheeses online. I know they, there was a transition period, but uh, they're back. Um, and in all the stores, we're here on the island. Yeah, and go make a lot. Yep, yep. Gourmet Glot does a phenomenal job. We're in places like Whole Foods, Stop and Shops, Shoprite. And Brent also goes to um, on Sundays to some of the uh, farmers markets. Farmers markets. We do a lot of farmers markets. We're doing one in um, Rockville Center, uh, close by here. Yeah. We're in uh, Riverdale and Muscoot Farms and Teaneck, New Jersey. Oh, Lots of different. Brent is everywhere. <laughs> it's uh, it's great. Doing it's great. the great We're hustle. Enjoying, yeah. Thank it's, you. Uh, been a great journey, and it's always been. A fun, uh, fun collaboration with you. I love having you on the show, and yeah, I we got to do a winter show coming up. Uh, I guess after Yontif, we'll do a winter show, show some of the great winter cheeses that you've got. Sounds great, Elio. Thank you so much for coming. Oh, thank, thanks, uh, thank you so much for the invitation. My, my pleasure. I look forward to many more sips of vodka with you and both of you. <laughs> to, you get to know each other now. Also, love bringing people together in the kosher market. Hope, are you guys going to kosher palooza? Yeah. Okay. I am. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. Wonderful. If, I'm going to be in Israel. Oh, you I'm will? I'm missing it. I'm oh. missing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a um, bit sad about that, but it's for a good reason. So. But I'm also in Fleischig Magazine, which is Milchig Magazine. Milchig Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so yeah. Just... We're going to have the clients on the show next week. Great. So, uh, guys, we've gone a little bit over time, but I just think it's so special to have you both on the show. Thank you both so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you to our friends at Tuscanini. And Elizabeth Mandelbaum will be on the show next week talking about her amazing new cookbook with Alyssa Berlin, Plated. Hope you'll tune in next week. Wishing you all Shabbat Shalom and L'chaim. 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 L'chaim.